Hi, this is Dr. Stephen Jones, and I want to talk today about how to creatively teach online courses and also to encourage us to be resources in this teaching of online courses. Today, it's really important because we're going through this uh, situation around the world, literally, uh, around COVID-19, which is a virus that is affecting everyone. So a lot of schools are uh, sending their students home and school districts, and they're having the teachers teach from a distance online, as well as universities. So there are many of you out there who may want some creative ideas uh, about how we can ensure that students are continuing to learn, that we're continuing to be a resource that motivates them, inspires students um, to share, and that learning remains fun. So one of the things I just read was really interesting is that there's a school district that is actually allowing students to use Wi-Fi on their buses. They're sending buses in different places around their city where students can come and have time. So at the same time, of course, we have to practice social distancing. So there, there has to be some way to creatively give them access. But uh, we're looking for opportunities because a lot of students, unfortunately, don't have Wi-Fi in their homes. Uh, but they may have cell phones. And so I'm going to give some tips on different ways that cell phones can be used as well. I know a lot of the their Zoom um, and other types of apps that can be downloaded on the cell phone that can be used to have sessions online for students. Uh, teachers can teach through that and they can be visibly seen. Uh, and there, there are probably are other apps as well that you can use to communicate with groups of individuals. So I would just encourage teachers and professors to go out there and search for those things. But your university may offer, or your school district may offer opportunities for you to go online and teach groups of students using specific software. So just become aware of that and take advantage of that right away and set up a schedule of time when you're going to be there for the students so they can listen to your lecture. Also recording them, recording the lectures. I think it's wonderful because we already have been doing that at our university, Villanova University. They've been recording um, lessons, having the students view those lessons and then come to class. And it's a different kind of learning environment because the students become more of the teachers and learners and the professor becomes more of a facilitator. So um, this is this is a way this is a probably it's like moving us in a whole direction that we weren't expect, expecting to get into earlier. Um, so I'm, I'm seeing this as possibly a future way that some of learning is done. Um, you can, one of the things that you can also do is point students to Khan Academy. They have a lot of videos there, and YouTube has a lot of learning videos there. And also, you as an individual instructor can begin to post things to YouTube uh, and give your lectures there so students can access it at any time. But this is this whole idea, I want to say, like one of the creative ways to get students to listen to those videos more than once, because they're actually going to pick up the information in a greater way the more the time that they can review those videos, the views that review that information that you're putting out there. So you want to encourage that. Uh, we want to encourage students sharing. Maybe one student doesn't have Wi-Fi at home, but the parents are home and they can uh, they can get access. And so that's something to think about. Um, 
they're also freeconferencecall.com. So on freeconferencecall.com, you can actually get a free conference number and that can be given out um, and individuals can come online. So that's not your personal phone. It's a different phone and individuals can come online. You can provide instruction for them online through the free conference call line. And I believe you can also record that. So that would be a great way for them to come back and listen to the discussion, listen to the questions that you had to that were asked during the session. You want to in terms of creativity, uh, you want to allow students to continually ask questions and give them feedback because you can list that as a, a area of answers or even actually go back and say, here are the questions that we had during our session. Here are some in- answers in review. So that would be a great way to log the answers to, let's say you're working on chapters four and five in your in the book that you have for the class and now you've recorded it, It's they can go back and listen to it again and they can have those questions answered. So be creative around how you bring information to them. And I say, make sure that you encourage experimentation and projects and hands-on things that they can do while they're home. You wanna make sure that learning is fun. Um, Learning can represent themselves by what they're actually doing. So think about that in terms of your class, the things that they write, um, the things that they're visualizing, Uh, There are many, many opportunities on Pinterest uh, of different types of projects, websites, and and creative things that students can do. So I would encourage faculty or teachers to go to that website, to go to Pinterest, which you can load down onto your phone, to find different types of pins that lead to certain websites that give you just thousands upon thousands of things to do to encourage learning. We want to absolutely use email. You have to remind students to use their email or to check their email. I find that today, often I've had to text these college students because they really don't pay attention to their email. But during this period of time, I think it would be really important just to remind them periodically, check your email, check your email. You're putting information there to, to um, that it's really important. And then even as the, at that's... It's, important I want to recommend to teachers and professors is have a weekly I know you've given them the syllabus for the entire semester but give them a reminder of the things they need to do for the individual weeks that they're doing things so have a setup here's a timeline for this week this is what we're having for the week this is where we're going to have a test this is where we're going to have a quiz these are assignments these are projects that need to be done so actually give them a weekly schedule so they don't ever get behind because when they're in your classes you're reminding them while you're in your class and uh, it's still important to do that outside of that. Um, continue to be available. You have your office hours that you use uh, during this, the actual academic year available online. As students know, they can call you. They can ask questions about that. And be that available person. Because that can also reduce the anxiety of students. That they know that when they send a question to you, that you'll actually respond that can also be a way of helping them earn better grades because you are responding, you are giving them information, you are sharing. And I encourage um, students to definitely access the library online. That's a great place. Uh, many uh, public uh, venues and also universities now allow their students to go online to download books, to read information. So definitely take advantage of that as a resource. Many of the libraries 
Uh, I know in Philadelphia they're considering closing the libraries because of this current situation, but you can actually still go online and get access to information for projects, for term papers. Um, Definitely take advantage of that uh, as something that you share with your uh, your students that they can go online to the library and find ex- the information that you're you're providing for them. Share other lectures. You may see that there are other lectures that are similar to yours while you're doing your research as a professor or instructor that the students can listen to that explains something, a subject, maybe math, science, or uh, maybe a. a actually a written assignment that you have, but actually find other individuals who have videos that explain it well and provide those for your students. I can't say enough. I'm going back again, but I can't say enough about hands-on. Keep things hands-on, experimental, and project-oriented. Get students engaged in the learning process. Those are things that they'll remember the most, the things that they, or that they did, that they saw, Those are things that stick into a student's mind. Think about yourself in terms of how you learn and how you pick up information uh, when when it's been given to you in that way, that creative way that you've used all of who you are in it, that it's enabling you to have a greater memory of that information. Also ask students to give you some ideas of things that they're finding, information and research that they're doing, that while they're they're home, they may provide you with some website. I'm always asking my students, what are some apps? What are some websites that I to go into and take advantage of? So students have know some things. I think at this time, it would be great to get that information from them. It would be some additional information that you can add to your syllabus. It could be additional information that you share on a weekly basis that you've heard from students and. Allow students to do some recordings and presentations that you can present to the other students. So that's another way to engage them, that they're actually giving those presentations and using their creativity to show how something is done, to show how something is organized, to show how something is planned, to give instructions on something. So you could have students doing all those things, and that will make the class even more engaging as if they were giving a presentation in the class. And then also have a fitness challenge. I know this sounds strange, but encourage your students while they're uh, receiving the online instruction to work on their fitness. Uh, That is some kind of exercise plan because what I believe and I I have seen how having a well, a fit body results in a fit mind. So I encourage that you maybe want to have a challenge to see how many how many steps Um, your students can take if they have at home bicycle or stepper or things like that where they're watching how many steps that they're taking so you can put that challenge out there as well but I just want to go back to the the method of instruction so you as the instructor have joy and enthusiasm when you're presenting that will engage the students as well Think of things that um, might even be a story that will benefit them. So it's just not a raw instruction, but there's actually engagement. So I think that those are really important things to do. I hope that you've heard some of the things about conference calls and using Zoom, uh, recording videos uh, online. 
uh, encourage student involvement. All these things will help to make it a more engaging process and show you how to use some creativity. And then also, last thing, go watch other professors how they're delivering their presentations online. And that may give you a lot of wonderful ideas that you hadn't thought about from another instructor's perspective. So I'm glad that you were able to listen to this day. I hope this has given you some ideas of things that you can do to be that creative, engaging, enthusiastic, online teacher and instructor. This is Dr. Stephen Jones. And I help students to get ready for college. I do all kinds of seminars for students, uh, work with parents to work with their students in preparation for college and scholarships, uh, workshops for the school. So if you need any of that, definitely keep in touch with me. Uh, You can reach me on my website, which is drstephenjones.net. And there's a contact button there. Just click on that and send me a message. Or you certainly can give me a call at 610-842-842. 3843. Have a wonderful day.